Welcome to the Peppered Podcast, where food and beverage marketing professionals get seasoned talk on how to grow and manage their brands. Hey everyone, this is Jamie Alibot coming at you on the Peppered Podcast. My guest on the show today is Lauren Brill, founder of Sweet Lauren's. Sweet Lauren's is a fast emerging brand of refrigerated cookie dough. Self-described as a clean food company, transforming what it means to be convenient and delicious. There's a lot I like about this brand, and not just because I've got a sweet tooth. One, I love the fact that it's an extremely indulgent product that's made with clean, simple ingredients. But more importantly, I love the story behind this brand. When founder Lauren Brill was diagnosed with stage 2 Hodgkin's lymphoma, one of the things she knew she needed to do was change her eating habits. But even with eating better for your foods, she knew she couldn't eliminate sweets. Who can, right? This led her on a journey of how to satisfy her sweet tooth without compromising on taste or quality, which ultimately resulted in Sweet Lauren's cookie dough. Join me on this episode of the Peppered Podcast where we talk about the incredible success journey of Lauren Brill and Sweet Lauren's. Hey, Lauren, welcome to the Peppered Podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you. I mean, I've got done some research on you and your brand, went out and tasted your product, and it's um, it's a super cool product, especially since I've got a I've got a sweet tooth. Awesome. What what flavor cookie dough did you try? Well, you'd be happy to hear this. They were they were sold out of everything except the except the chocolate. So I bought up like three packs of the chocolate. Awesome. <laughs> it's always good when you see your product. And I and I asked the guy. I said, "Hey, you got any in the back there?" He's like, "No, we're we're you know we're about sold out on that. So that's good for you." I bought it at the uh, at the local giant here. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's good to hear that it's sold out, but then no one likes to hear that because <laughs> the supermarket hates it, and then we hate it. We hate making you know customers come and not get all the flavors. But but it's um, better than the alternative of people not buying it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, so let's just jump right into things. I mean, I've got a lot I'd like to dig into regarding your brand and your story and your your journey to get your product in store, and then of course the you know the 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 absolute deliciousness of your of your cookie dough. So let's let, let's start with your with your story. I mean, I've said this many many times on on my podcast that you know, a genuine story behind a great product really significantly increases the potential of success, especially when the story is really the foundation and and the fiber of the brand and the product. I was just talking to a company about this yesterday that it's you know, it's one thing when 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 companies want to want to drive a PR aspect for their brand or talk about things, it's a different thing when, when, when your story really is the fiber of your brand and the essence and, and why why you develop. And you've got a great compelling story as to why you developed Sweet Lawrence. Can you share a little bit about about the story and how you got started? Sure. So, I started Sweet Lawrence really out of a personal need. I grew up in New York City, and I, I was a yoga instructor when I was um, when I went to college. So I, I was already getting into health and wellness, and I graduated college. I went to USC in LA, and right after I graduated, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had Hodgkin's lymphoma and had to come immediately back home to New York and go through treatment. And 
it was incredibly scary and shocking. I mean, at any age, but especially at this young age of, you know, being 22 years old and just ready to take on the world and really feeling like an adult and, um, you know, having to just like regress and go live at home and, and really just be scared for my life. And so can't even imagine my youngest, um, youngest daughter is, is just getting out of college and I can't, can't imagine her going through something like that. So that's just unbelievable. it, It was, it was unbelievable. Um, the, the blessing in disguise, thankfully I was totally cured and thankfully, you know, there is a cure for Hodgkin's, but I really had to, I went, did a lot of soul searching going through treatment. Um, I had chemo and I was, you know, meeting with my doctors weekly and there was no discussion about nutrition, the food I should be eating, um, exercise, meditation. There just was nothing outside of, of the, the, you know, chemo cocktail they were giving. And, you know, that just didn't sit right with me. I wanted to make sure I was doing everything possible. Isn't, and that, isn't that crazy? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I no. hear that so often. I mean, my, my mom has, um, has got Parkinson's and, you know, all they want to do is, 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 is put you on the meds. And they don't want to mm-hmm. talk about, you know, natural solutions for these things. So that just, it just boggles my mind that they wouldn't tell you, hey, you know what, totally. you got to clean up your diet and do this and do that and, you know, exercise. And it's, it's just. <laughs> totally. Because to me, it's just, it's holistic. I'm so grateful for the medicine that is available, but I knew that wasn't going to be the only thing that holistically was going to keep me healthy right. and give me the energy. I mean, this was so, such intense medicine that I really needed as much energy as possible and positive thoughts, you know, to keep me you know, happy and healthy to get through all of it as well. And so food to me, you know, is everything, you know, we, without food, we don't have energy. And so I just knew that I wanted the highest quality energy and food in my body in order to, you know, make me happy and healthy, make my cells happy, you know, and give me the energy to kind of get through this. And so, um, and then meditation and just really getting deeper into yoga and exercise. I mean, those were just vital to keep my, my body healthy mm-hmm. and my mind. So I just realized I was going to have to be my own doctor in a certain way. And I started to study nutrition. I started to take cooking classes because I love to cook. And again, I wanted to feed myself healthy food, but I want it to be delicious. You, know, you live once. I believe food is so important when people eat yummy food just they're happy, you know, their whole cells change in their body. So I just was so passionate about delicious food. And so I started to make, you know, my own meals and just make them as clean and healthy, but also delicious. And the aha moment I had was just around baking and dessert. I just felt like it was really easy to make delicious meals healthy and clean. But when it came to satisfying my really big sweet tooth, there was just nothing in, in the market, in a bakery that I could find that was really delicious, um, and nutritious. And so I started to make my own recipes and I was just like, you know, I just had this aha moment of like, I am going to recreate a chocolate chip cookie. Nothing is better than a warm chocolate chip cookie. I'm going to recreate it using as whole food, clean ingredients as possible. And, you know, it immediately kind of took off with friends and family. Like my neighbors wanted me to make it for them, my friends, my family. And 
I just, from the very beginning, I was like, I'm not the only one who wants this. Everyone wants delicious, but healthier ways to satisfy their sweet tooth and food that not only tastes good, but makes them feel good. Right. Yep. That's, it's, it's an awesome story. It, it really, really is. And there, there's such truth in that food is medicine, you know, and what, what we eat, you know, not only fuels our body, but it heals, you know, it heals our body. So it's, it, it, it's an incredible story. I love it. I love your passion uh, behind it. Another thing I love about your brand is you have a code, you know, a set of principles and core values that, that, that guide you in the directions and the decisions that you make. You know, there's a, there's it seems to be a, a, a culture there. I mean, what it, tell me a little bit about this because, you know, I think, you know, I'm not the only guy that loves this. I think, you know, you know, other business people like it. I think consumers like it when, when you stand, when they're supporting a brand that stands for something. something. So first of all, what, what are these kind of guiding principles that you have? Sure. And I, and I agree with you. I think, um, I'm really passionate about having a code and values um, to live by, and I think our team is, and and our fans, you know, are starting to expect a certain um, level of whether it's just the new products we'll create or new flavors or customer service. I mean, we're we always want to maintain a certain quality, um, the highest quality. And so, you know, we exist to really transform the expectations of food. I think that most packaged food is pretty disappointing, whether it just doesn't taste delicious or it's not very inspirational. Um, or, you know, you look at the ingredients and and you don't like what you're putting in your body, but you do because it's just convenient and we all need to eat. So we really want to transform the expectations of food and, you know, make it a wow and make it yum. And we will always use simple, clean ingredients so that, you don't really ever have to turn our package over and inspect the ingredient list. You just know with the Sweet Lauren's brand, our cookie dough and any future flavors or products we create will always be simple, clean, natural ingredients. And we've made our product really as universal as possible, meaning that we want it to just be so delicious that everyone would choose it over a conventional cookie, but also that if you're gluten-free, you can have our product. If you're dairy-free, you can have our product. If you're vegan, you can have our product. If you're nut-free, you can have our product. If you're looking for non-GMO ingredients, if you're looking for whole grains, our product, you know, we try to please as many people as possible and create um, a product with ingredients that just is easier for the body to digest so that more people can enjoy it. So we believe that everyone deserves delicious and you know, yummy ingredients and products. And so I think with that, we're very, everyone on our team, you know, we're very passionate about what we do. We believe that everyone deserves delicious and healthy and accessible food. And that you know, it's not just for, you know, specialty stores, you know, our goal is really to get this into every supermarket as close to you as possible so that it's easy to make a great choice. Yeah. I mean, I think, when when you build that trust with consumers, when they when they when they begin to trust you as a brand and trust your ingredients and trust that you're making you know the right decisions as as a company, that that 
not only do they become loyal, but they begin to talk about it with uh, with other consumers because there is there is such a lack of trust in the food world nowadays. I mean, the bigger the bigger companies, people just don't trust them. They don't they don't they don't trust what they're doing as companies. They don't trust the ingredients. You know, so many times you look at you know you look at the nutritional facts and you can't even understand. Or pronounce half half of the ingredients. So I think, you know, w- what you're doing here, you know, with, with your with your code and with these these guidelines that you're making decisions by, is you're building that trust uh, with with consumers. Absolutely. I mean, that's our goal. And I think that healthier or gluten free or vegan or you know natural ingredient cookies in the past might have not sounded delicious. And I think that's what we're really excited about changing people's expectations about food because we want to prove to you that actual clean, natural ingredients taste better. And they take, you know, our products taste unbelievably good. And you'll choose it and want to choose it over again because it not only tastes better than processed ingredients, but you'll feel better too. And anyone with, you know, a health allergy or someone trying to reduce inflammation. I mean, it's really unbelievable the gamut of people we've been able to reach. I mean, we have people, just such raving fans that follow a low FODMAP diet, you know, that love us. Um, People, you know, who have autistic people in their family, like really love our product because our product is gluten-free and dairy-free and that fits, you know, um, a recommended diet. Just people that have you know, inflammation or, you know, a stomach aches normally and, you know, they love our product. And so I think we can, you know, what we want to prove is that simple and good ingredients um, are something that, you know, are great for most bodies and also will be tasting better, you know, than something processed. So it's just a win-win. Absolutely. Love the code, love the values. Um, you know, it's, I know it's important to me and my company, and I know it's important to the brands that we work with, and I really, really applaud you for that. Thank you so much. So, look, the food business is brutal, right? I mean, you've found that out by now. <laughs> I mean, having a oh, great... Oh, it's no joke. It's, it's no joke at all, right? I've, I've met so many... I've worked with so many people that said, you know, boy, if I, if I, if I knew then what I knew now, I'm not sure I would have uh, gotten into this. But it is... It's a tough... It's a tough business. And having a great story and delicious products, you know, it doesn't guarantee really any level of success. I mean, I've seen more brands fail than, than succeed. So I'd like to talk a little bit about your journey and your, your product development and how you launched it into the, into the CPG world. You know, I know one of the challenges with, with, with products like yours is, yeah, you come up with a great product, you know, in your kitchen. And I read a little bit of your story of how, you know, you went through so many different batches and your sister was your taste tester and all that. And that's just (laughs) awesome. But, you know, once you've zeroed in on that, on that product and you say, yeah, this is it. Now you have a whole other set of hurdles in scaling that up and, and, and making that work from a manufacturing product process. How, how, how did that work for you? Tell me a little bit about that, that, that process that you went through. Sure. Yeah. The food industry is no joke. It is incredibly hard. Um, not only because you're dealing with a perishable product, but also because this industry is just run by some of, you know, 
most products, you know, on the shelf in a supermarket are made by some of the biggest companies in the world. And so, you know, as a small company, you're just competing with a completely different infrastructure and budget, um, and years of experience. But, you know, the plus to that and how we've been able to break through is that, you know, we can actually pivot and innovate and create an authentic brand much faster um, than than a bigger company that's been around for for a long time and is kind of known for something. And you know, I can really create a brand and product that I just as a consumer want to see on shelf without going through any red tape or you know bosses above me that can approve or disapprove of it. Um, so I'm very excited about that um, and that that's our angle, even though it is a it is a hard road. Uh, but I got in really because, as I said, I started to make my own recipes in my kitchen. My sister got really, I have a younger sister who's very picky and we're very similar to. And so, you know, I just kept doing taste testings with her because I knew that if I could get her to really approve something and say, this is better, you know, than that conventional, traditional cookie I've grown up with, I knew I'd be able to make many more people happy across the country. So, um, when she finally kind of approved those recipes, I started to take it very seriously. And, um, again, it was a hobby for a couple of years, but I entered a baking contest. Eventually I won. And the judge came up to me and said, you need to do something with this. And this just light bulb went off in my head where I just felt like my entire life had led up to this point And that I was really meant to do this, that everything I was passionate about, you know, I'm passionate about being a female entrepreneur. I'm passionate about healthy living. I'm so grateful to be healthy and alive that I want to make the most of my life. And I felt like I had worked so hard to create these recipes that were really could be a, my gift that I could give the world because I know how hard it is to create these. And I know how many people are starving for better quality food. So I entered a business writing course to just start writing a business plan for Sweet Lawrence. And because at the beginning, I didn't know if it would be a bakery or a packaged product, what type of packaged product. So I started to study the industry and, um, a guy in my business writing course worked for Whole Foods. And so he got me a meeting, um, with one of the buyers locally in New York city. And, um, I got in on the first meeting and I really just jumped in. I had no one in my family has been in the food industry. I don't have any partners starting this company. So I really had no idea what I was doing. All I did know was that I was going to keep my word. I was going to figure it out and that, you know, at the end of the day, I was going to do whatever it took to have the Sweet Lawrence brand, you know, be on shelf and be this, you know, amazing company that you could trust and were excited for any new product we came out with. So that's always been my guiding light. And I just, you know, hustled and I just mean heads down, hustled for, you know, a handful of years, um, working almost seven days a week, every week, just trying to figure this out. And, our real breakthrough moment was um, um, I got a meeting with public supermarkets. Um, they're one of the best supermarkets in the U.S. and on, and they brought us in full distribution um, to all their stores. And then Kroger Supermarket brought us on shortly thereafter to all their stores and their banner stores. And and from there, you know, we were really a national brand um, almost overnight and available in thousands of supermarkets and. So, you know, it's, it's definitely been a process over the last, you know, 
five years, I've been growing this company. I've switched to four different factories. As we got bigger, you know, I found a different factory, a better factory. And really, I attribute it to our fans and our customers for helping us get here because, one, we have the most amazing fans that just email and call us and message us all the time um, about, you know, how much they love the brand and flavors. But also, you know, people have been very honest about things they'd like to see changed or things that could be improved or new flavors. And we take that all really seriously. So I've always studied the customer. Yeah. I mean, and- you have engaged, um, engaged consumers that are really, you know, they've, they've passed beyond that, that point of they're just fans, but they're, they're engaged with your brand and they're giving you that kind of feedback. It's like, it, it, it's like a, you know, built in research capacity. I want to take, exactly. I, w- I want to take a step back a little bit and, and talk a little bit more about, so, so, um, Whole Foods was your first retail experience. At what point were, were you at when you approached Whole Foods? Had you worked on the manufacturing side to, to, to build the product so- out? No, um, I really went to that, um, you know, initial Whole Foods meeting with a plate of cookies. I <laughs> that's, had, that's awesome. I, I love that. I had a website that said coming soon. I had a plate of 12 of my, the rest, my top recipes that I just knew all of my friends and family loved. And I really met with the buyer and said, this is the concept for Sweet Lauren's. You know, we could really create anything you want. I want to launch a product that's going to add real value to your shelves and to customers. And so we looked, it was a really amazing experience. We walked around the supermarket and we looked at, you know, the frozen section. Did I want frozen cookie dough? Then we went to the refrigerated section. Do I want refrigerated cookie dough? We looked at baking mixes. We looked at shelf-stable, you know, ready-to-eat, grab-and-go cookies. And we talked about the pros and cons of all these different ways of packaging the product. And, and, you know, he loved the story. You know, he really resonated with him, you know, that someone who had overcome, you know, cancer or really any major illness and is going to dedicate their life to creating food that's safe and delicious and trustworthy to eat. You know, he just, he wanted to buy food from a brand like that for his daughter. I love, I love that because (laughs) I'm a, I'm a, I'm a brand guy and a marketing guy and, and I'm always in the camp of, look, if you're going to get in front of a buyer, you know, you got to be polished. You got to be buttoned up. You got to put your A game on. And I love the fact that you just kind of went in there all raw and, you know, you got cookies on a plate and you're saying, Hey, let's make something happen. That's, Super cool. So how? So where where did it go from then? So you went in, went in with the cookies. He loved them. You you explored some white space there of, of where where you could fit in. At, at what point did you step back and have your holy crap moment? Now I gotta make this happen. Right. Well, he so I had a great meeting with him. I left him this beautiful one sheet, you know, one sheeter piece of paper that I created on the brand, what we stood for, different flavors we were working on, product possibilities. And he called me the next day and said, how soon could I get this cookie dough? And, and that was the holy crap moment. <laughs> and it, I started crying. I, I, I hung, I called my brother immediately. I just was like, oh my God, this is real. Like if you work hard and are you know, have a vision for something and really create an amazing product. And, you know, the world, you can, you can achieve your goals and these dreams are, are reality. And so I saw it like that moment, I was like, this is all possible. It's going to take a ton of hard work. And I'm talking 
like, you know, 110% of myself, you know, I, I really feel like I've put my entire self into this company, but, um, I just felt up for the challenge and felt like this is this, you know, this is what I was meant for. And so hung up the phone, told him that I could get it ready. Um, you know, I was going to, he was like, when are you going to be ready to ship? And I was like, Oh, next month. You know, and I really thought in the back of my head that like in a month I could find a factory, design packaging, figure out pricing, all of that. You know, um, it took seven months, but that's, I, that is still even fast. I, and that was just me hustling. You know, I called every factory I could possibly find that could do cookie dough. Of course, we were only launching in a couple supermarkets to begin, so I needed someone who could do the smallest run possible. You know, I didn't want to sign on a big factory and have to pay for thousands of pounds of cookie dough that who knows if it was going to sell. Mm-hmm. And so, worked really hard. Um, so how, how much how much back and forth did you do once you locked in a manufacturer that you wanted to work with? How much back and forth did you go through to, for them to get it to the point where you said, yep, that's it. That's what I came up with in my kitchen, and that's what I want. It was probably a couple different test runs, probably about three three or four different test runs. That, that, that's, am- that's amazing. I mean, it really is. I mean, I've, I've worked with companies where it's taken – you know, not just months sometimes, but sometimes years to get it. Well, get it well you have to remember that I had been, work, been working for years as a hobby, really, but in my kitchen perfecting these recipes. So I'm talking, I have binders in my room of just recipes I've created. And so I was very comfortable with the ingredients I was using. Um, and, and these recipes, the hard part was scaling it because, you know, I create these recipes in my kitchen, um, you know, making, you know, 24, 48 cookies, but this was then going to a factory, you know, and making a hundred pounds of cookie dough at a time, scaling it up, or yep. 200 pounds. And they'd never done cookie dough before. So I was teaching them. Meanwhile, you know, it should have been the other way around, but again, I just needed to find, you know, a small enough factory to say yes to us. And so, I found a factory that was in upstate New York, and I would take a bus up there. It was a three-and-a-half-hour drive, um, and it was, you know, pretty exhausting to go three-and-a-half hours one way, you know, work on recipes all day at a factory, on your feet, you know, stressing, testing, and then getting back on a bus and coming home. But I just, you know, was committed to making this, you know, the best product. And so produced at this factory, actually hired someone who worked at the factory to be my delivery guy. Cause I had no idea even how to get, you know, to get it from the factory to the stores. And so that's how it was for about a year. And for about a year, I was the girl demoing it in a couple stores and I just studied the customer. How, I, how many SKUs did you launch with at, at Whole Foods? Four. Four we SKUs? Four SKUs. And I really studied the customer. You know, I, I, Whatever they said, you know, they wanted a certain size cookie dough portion. They wanted certain flavors. Um, they wanted it to be, you know, nut free or, you know, whatever gluten free, whatever the suggestions were, I just kept listening to them. And so I could get a real sense of how to tweak and perfect the product to make it 
just exactly what most people were looking for. And so then I found another factory that could do the product, you know, even better. And so I switched to a bigger factory. Um, and you know, and then that happened a couple of times and, and now we're at a factory that is really perfect for us. And our product now, um, you know, is gluten-free, it's dairy-free, it's vegan, it's nut-free, it's kosher parv. Um, and so, and it's pre-portioned in discs. So you get 12 discs per package so that you can open it up and you can make one or two at a time, even in your toaster oven. And people love that, you know, because if you live alone or if you're just one person in the family that wants a cookie at night, you don't have to make, you know, a whole batch from scratch and get all the dishes dirty and, you know, have a ton of cookies out there that you might eat too many, you know, it's very portion controlled. So you can just say, I just want two, I'm just going to make two, you know, and, um, and that's it. And so again, just listening to customer feedback, things that I, I couldn't have predicted. Like I had no idea how excited people would be to even be able to bake our cookies in a toaster oven, but I can't tell you how many people tell us how awesome it is that they don't have to turn on their whole oven you know, and that they just know that, you know, our cookies bake for 12 minutes perfectly in their toaster oven and they just put on the timer and it's ready to go every time and things like that. So, you know, just constantly engaging with the customer listening to them and looking at our competition and just looking at, you know, what else we could do to make the best quality product out there that wasn't being met at this time. And so that's how it's been a lot of testing and figuring it out. And I can't even tell you how many cookies and how much cookie dough I've eaten along the way. <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, that I tell you, that's an amazing, amazing story. I can't tell you how many brands and companies we've worked with, um, very similar to you, that, that it's been a, an incredibly difficult process getting their vision into actual, actual manufacturing. So manufacturing. So that, that, that's really really encouraging to hear. Let's let's shift a little bit into the the branding side of this. So, you know, the the journey of, you know, getting your product into market. Let's talk about the branding piece of it. How did you come up with the idea, like the name and the look and the packaging, even that little little sign off you do, the EXO, you know, EXO Lauren. How did you, how did you come up with all of that stuff and when did you come up was that was all of that part of the initial launch in Whole Foods or did it evolve from there? Yeah. So it's definitely evolved over time. I think, um, I started the company. So one of my mom's, um, close friends worked in, in branding. And, and when I started the idea for sweet Lauren's, I didn't know what to name it yet. Um, I was originally thinking of like, um, healthy cookie and, uh, all these names that were just not really appetizing. <laughs> and, um, I met with her and she sat me down and she said, it's perfect. We're going to call it sweet Lauren's and something just felt right about that. And she was like, that way you can create any product you, you want. You don't have to only make cookies forever. And two, you know, it doesn't really matter what kind of product you create. Your story is sweet. The intention is sweet. You're always going to create products that are clean and better for you and are really high quality and are just going to exceed expectations of consumers. So, you know, let's call it Sweet Lawrence. And so, you know, I tested it again on people. You know, I would talk to a lot of friends and family and get their feedback and kind of people were like, oh yeah, I think I've heard of that before. Like it just kind of had this familiar ring. And so we went with Sweet Lawrence and 
I used to sign off. I used to do a lot of handwritten notes to fans that would email us at the beginning and I would always sign it XO Lauren and people would always say like, I just, I just love your signature on things. And so I started to, you know, really think about that and use it as part of our branding. And then, and now it's just becoming more and more part of our packaging uh, because, you know, to me, it's, it's just, I want everyone to know how truly involved I am and how everything, you know, is made with love and care and, and, you know, most packaged food out there is, is made not by a person, you know, but by some major corporation. And so I want people to feel the authentic connection, even if they're buying this package, you know, 3000 miles away from, you know, where our office is. So, so you launched at Whole Foods with with the Sweet Lawrence brand. Yes, I mean just a couple stores locally um, in New York, but really, who truly launched us nationally was Publix supermarkets, and then Kroger supermarkets, and then the Fresh Market, and then now we're in Harris Teeter and Meyer and. Um, Safeway, Ahold, Stop and Shop, Giants you know, um, pretty much, you know, across the country. And if, if your local store doesn't carry us, please, um, ask the, you know, the dairy buyer or the, the cookie dough buyer who, um, whoever can buy sweet Lawrence for you, because, you know, our goal is really to be easily found in every, every convenient supermarket. Mm-hmm. So, so let's, let's, let's keep, keep going with that. Let's talk about, you've done a great job on the distribution side of things and gaining that, that distribution. There's a lot of emerging brands that, that, that would say, man, I wish I could get that level of distribution, you know, with success. But oftentimes with that comes a whole other set of challenges. So, I mean, just being in store doesn't mean that, that consumers are going to automatically be buying your product. I mean, what, what efforts have you done with some of these larger chains to, to drive trial? And I mean, it's, it's different when you're, at you know at Whole Foods and you're demoing and you're doing all of this stuff, but when you get into these major chains and you don't now you're you're now everything is kind of multiplied by thousands. Um, how are you driving trial? How are you growing your brand? How are you getting to consumers to to engage with the product? So it's a great question. So now that we're in thousands of supermarkets, yet yeah, we can't just be demoing in all stores. Um, but what we are doing. I mean, we're really focused on always improving our package because our package is really 95% of our advertising. People have found us in the supermarket, you know, either through Instagram or Facebook or some social media, or really because they're just walking throughout the supermarket, you know, pretty much used to seeing the same old things. And then our package stands out and they're like, huh, this looks amazing. I mean, it looks like it's going to be delicious and it's, you know, natural, simple ingredients. Um, you know, if anyone is gluten-free, it satisfies that, you know, it's plant-based, it's better for the environment. Um, you know, it's better for you. It's whole grain. I mean, it's all these great things. And so people then want to try it and are intrigued. And once they try it, I think they fall in love and they, you know, just can't believe how delicious it tastes and how excited they are to share it with, you know, their friends or their neighbors, or maybe they know someone with a kid with a nut allergy and they want to, you know, tell them about this great product because, you know, when you have great products you love, they make your life better. You want to, you buy them weekly. Um, so, 
So we've really focused on our package so that it jumps off the shelf. It has all of our call outs. So it makes it very easy to find. And, you know, we've, we've, we do, you know, so that's really been, I'd say the bulk of what we've put our energy towards, but you know, in most supermarkets, you have to go on promotion. So, you know, quarterly we are on sale and we love giving back to customers in that way. And that, that always, you know, drives some trial, you know, when the products on sale and new, new customers, um, want to try it. And then we also have done some digital marketing where, you know, we can geo target, um, consumers when they're walking into our supermarket just to drive trial. Um, the cool part about all of that is that, you know, again, once you try the product, whether it's because your friend told you about it or you saw it was on sale or the packaging just made it jump off shelf, we really think you're going to be a customer for life. And we think that you'll, you'll have people in your life that you'll want to share this product with because cookies and warm cookies and cookie dough just makes people so happy. And it's just, you know, it's kind of a household item. It's kind of always good to have that in your fridge. Mm-hmm. So, so sticking with that theme of, 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 of in store and, and the positioning, I'm always, always talking to companies and always talking to brands about having some level of distinction in, in their categories. And, you know, there, there are certain categories of products where there's so much on the shelf. It's, it's like overwhelming, um, for, for consumers. And it's so hard for brands to stand out and get noticed. One of the things that I noticed about about your brand and your category, it's not a super overcrowded category. So there's not a ton, ton of players. There's some big players that have been there forever, but it's not like I'm going to this space and I have to decide between a hundred different brands. Was this a factor at all in, in your thinking prior to entering this category or is that just kind of luck of the draw? No, that was absolutely part of my thinking. I think uh, there was there was a couple of reasons why I started Sweet Lawrence with cookie dough, even though you know the plan is to move into other products eventually. Was one again studying the customer, studying just friends and family. When I just mentioned cookie dough, you know, versus like a baking mix or v- versus you know um, a grab and go shelf stable cookie, cookie dough people's eyes just like popped out of their head. I don't care what age, what demographic, what socioeconomic class, what ethnicity. It was just all of my friends, all the people in my life, just cookie dough gets people excited. It's very emotional. Even though it's very American iconic, people all across the globe, you know, I've tried this on, really love, you know, a warm cookie. So I just knew that there was something really special and emotional about cookie dough. And then when I looked at the category creating a perishable refrigerated product is not easy. And it's not that I highly recommend doing that, um, because it's harder, it's more expensive to ship a refrigerated product. It has, you know, a shorter shelf life than, um, you know, let's say a baking mix or something that can just sit on the shelf for a year or two. But, um, it also is just the highest quality product. I mean, when you have a warm cookie out of the oven, there's nothing better than that. I mean, that could be better than a bakery. It tastes just like it's homemade. So, you know, I, I really followed what the customer's reaction was. And also just, you know, the brand I wanted to create was the highest quality products. And, you know, a, a warm, fresh cookie, cookie was just, you know, the highest quality I could imagine. And when I looked at, you know, moving into like packaged, you know, grab and go cookies, I know how convenient they are. Um, and so I love that concept, but 
I just saw how crowded that space was. Everybody's and in that space. Everyone's in that space. It's much easier to create a product like that. And so I said, let's let's focus on the white space um, because that's where I know we can win. Yeah, that that's great. I mean, um, you know, you've talked a lot about you know the different aspects of the products that that, that bring bring consumers in. And I know one of one of your selling points that we've talked about a couple times is this idea of clean, simple ingredients. And for me, for me personally, you know, eating clean is it's a lifestyle for me. You know, it's not a diet. Yeah. It's not you know, a fad. It's not something that I just do during the week and not on the weekend. Eating clean's a lifestyle. And from what I've read about, about you, I mean, this is, this is part of your, your lifestyle as well. And there, there's a huge market out there for, for consumers that want to eat like that. And people, like you said earlier, people still crave sweets and they, they want to, they, they, they want to fill that sweet tooth, but they don't want to compromise one on taste and they don't want to eat eat junk and you really seem to be on on track with 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 filling that niche what talk to me a little bit more about about your consumer and kind of who they are and why you think they've 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 flocked to your brand so strongly so it's so cool to see who our customers are because we you know, the majority of shoppers are still females. Um, so the, you know, the majority of our customers buying our product are somewhere between 25 and 40 years old, but we have got, we just have the coolest fans and customers. So we'll get emails from, you know, a grandma who is buying sweet Lawrence for her grandchildren and herself, um, because she knows it's safe. You know, it's nut free, it's gluten free, it's dairy free. She just knows that, you know, any of her grandchildren and their friends can enjoy this for the most part. And she just feels very safe making it and it's easy. So we'll get that. Then, you know, then we get mom or dad who's buying groceries for the week with their kids and, you know, it's just a staple in the family. Maybe one of their family members is gluten-free, but the whole family loves the product. So it's just, it's just a product that the whole family can enjoy. Whereas before, maybe the person who was gluten-free had to eat like the weird gluten-free, not delicious food, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and, now, stuff, right? and now the whole family is like, Oh my God, we love this more than the conventional processed stuff. So yeah, like, and, we're you, all fans. and you eat it just because it, it's good, not because it's good exactly. for you. I mean, the good for it's, you is the value that comes in. It's just high quality. Like you taste our product and you can taste the difference in our chocolate. Our chocolate is European. It is so delicious. It has no dairy, no fillers. I mean, it's just so, we really source. I pick every single one of our ingredients and I just try to source the highest quality, tastiest ingredients. So that's really what you're going to get with our, with any Sweet Lawrence product and cookie dough. So, and then we'll get like a marathon runner or, um, an extreme athlete and you know, they're, they're extreme athletes. They're very picky maybe about what ingredients they're eating. Like either they have a super clean diet and then maybe Sunday's their cheat day. And you know, they want a product like sweet Lawrence that tastes so delicious, but also, you know, fits within their lifestyle and, you know, or you get an extreme athlete who just has this amazing metabolism and, you know, can eat cookies often, but wants, you know, wants to make sure that, you know, they're not eating junk or something that's going to make them feel, you know, gross afterwards. And so it's just very cool, the gamut, you know, and then again, we'll, we'll, 
get, you know, maybe, um, you know, there's a couple that doesn't have kids and the husband's not going to bake from scratch ever, but he wants one or two cookies every night for dessert. And now with sweet Lauren's and our type of packaging, you know, he can just have two discs and put them in his toaster oven and he can bake, you know, warm cookies for himself and doesn't have to, you know, bug his wife or buy store-bought cookies that are just mediocre. And so it's just very cool, the gamut, you know, um, of people we can reach because cookies are just universal. And I love that our brand unifies people and just makes people happy. Um, we had something really recently that was so cute. This little girl, she's 10 years old, but she's becoming vegan because she wants to be more plant-based and more sustainable, you know, eat more sustainably for the future world she's going to live in. And so she brought sweet Lauren's in, um, she baked off sweet Lauren's and brought them into school for, you know, to talk about sustainability. And so, you know, that's, what's cool is that I think we're just, we're really focused on being a product that's different than what's in the market. And we're trying to incorporate everything that's really important to the modern customer and, you know, something that actually, you know, doesn't just taste good, but is better for you, better for the planet and just, you know, has sustainable practices built in. So the bigger we get, the more good we can do. You mentioned vegan, and this is just an amazing thing to me. So my daughter-in-law is vegan and I, I, I'm a cook. I love to cook. So I'm, I'm like constantly challenged to make her, I want to make her delicious food that, that, that she can experience. And, you know, a lot of times we'll just eat it, eat it together as a family, but there's certain things that are just so hard to make, you know, in the vegan world, following all the guidelines to, to make it truly vegan. And sometimes it's really hard. I mean, when you're dealing with just, you know, straight up veggies, of course they're delicious, but you know, when you start getting into sauces and when you start getting into baking and things like that, it's tough to make Super it tough. taste great. And yes. I love that about about your product that this Thank is, you. That I would eat it not just because not because it's vegan but that's not important to me but because it's just good I would just eat yeah, it because it's totally good. it's really hard to as you said bake products that are gluten-free and vegan um it's just it's not how our society has really been built you know most baked good recipes are you know white flour white sugar butter I mean, that's just what most recipes are, you know, for baked goods um, and breads and, you know, have been, have been built on. So, you know, you really have to reinvent the wheel and um, it's not a one for one, you know, you can't just sub out the exact recipe, you know, amount for, for a gluten-free or vegan, you know, substitute. So it's a lot of trial and error, but that's what I'm, I'm so thrilled about because I think there are people, whether they've chosen a lifestyle of being gluten-free or vegan or, you know, are, or, you know, because of a health issue or, um, they feel better or for whatever reason, you know, they're staying away from a certain ingredient. It's just cool to create a product where you don't have to compromise That's on the great. taste, yep. you know? So what, well, what's we'll next? Have to get her some. Hold on. Has she tried it? Sweet Lawrence yet? What's that? Has she tried Sweet Lawrence yet? No, no. We oh, literally, I just literally went out and bought it. Um, you'll love this. I went out and bought it last week, and they had the chocolate. And my wife, my youngest daughter, just got home from college, and you know she's running a million miles an hour. And she's and and I said, "What do you got going on tonight?" She says, "There's nothing. I'm home." And I'm there. Well, I'm running out. I got some stuff to do. Would you mind baking some of these these Sweet Lauren cookies <laughs> for me? Because I want to try them when I get back. You know, and I get back to the house, and they're like oh, almost all gone because you know, <laughs> she ate most of them up and loved I them. Love that. And, and 
they they're just they're just delicious. But I'm definitely gonna. I've got a couple packs in the fridge, and I'm definitely gonna make them for um, for my daughter-in-law this weekend, okay, and cool. she'll she'll love them, and I guarantee cool. she'll she'll become. She's one of these one of these people that's just you know when 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 she loves a brand and loves a product, she'll become you know one of those super fans Happy for sure. Kidding. Awesome. So what what's next for 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 Sweet Lawrence? I mean, I I don't want you to divulge any you know top secret innovation, but what do you see kind of as your next steps as a brand? Well, the next steps as a brand are to you know just continue growing. I think we've we found great success. We're the number one natural cookie dough in the market and the number three branded cookie dough in the U.S. So we've it's really we've we we found success. But I think you know our goal over the next year or two is to just increase you know our distribution even more to be found at you know every supermarket. Um, so it's just really easy for everyone to find and also just drive brand awareness. I mean, we just need you know. Every everyone to know about us, you know, you know, like your daughter-in-law, it's like, there are people that would love our brand that just don't know about us yet. So those are really, you know, the top goals, um, for sweet Lawrence over the next years, but behind the scenes, I'm working on, um, some really exciting new products, some new flavors. And so I can't reveal more than that, but you'll just have to, you know, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, just keep you know, sign up for our newsletter. We'll keep our fans updated on all the new things that are happening. Um, we have four different flavors of place and bake cookie dough on the shelf today, chocolate chunk, fudgy brownie, oatmeal, cranberry, and sugar cookie. And then we have two flavors of edible cookie dough that come in a jar and you can bake this dough or eat it raw. And it's like so fun and so delicious. And so we have that in chocolate chunk and also a birthday cake flavor. So You'll start seeing all these products, you know, pop up at a store near you. And if if your local store doesn't have it, you know, I, I would love if you could, you know, request it um, because, you know, we would love to grow with your help. And so that's that's really the, the big goals. Um, we're tweaking our website and you'll just see a lot of even better improvements um, on everything we're doing. So look out for that and, you know, and then new products in the future. Very exciting. Lauren, uh, it's been awesome having you on the show. W- what's your final word? What, what do you have to say to my listeners to, to, as a sign-off? I would say that I'm such a proponent of following your passion. And so uh, whether you've gone through a hard time in your life or you're just kind of lost, you know, really dig deep and find something that just lights you up and don't be afraid to work your butt off to become an expert in it. Whatever it is, even if it's a niche category that people don't really think of, like cookie dough, you know, you can become the best in the world at it and it'll make you happy when you surround your work around something that really lights you up and that you're passionate about and you know, feels like a gift you can give the world. So I just really, I'm a proponent of following your passions and working hard and really dreaming big. I think, you know, we are all have, we all have magical superpowers. We just have to find them. We just have to tap into them. That's awesome. Inspirational. Love your brand. Um, love your story and, and really, really appreciate it having you on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much to all your listeners out there, too. All right. Hey, thanks, everyone, for tuning into the show. I I truly appreciate you taking time to listen. Um, 
I'd love to hear from you today. Uh, please subscribe to the Peppered Podcast on iTunes and give us that five-star rating. Uh, would love to hear from you as well. I can be reached at jamiealabach at alabach.com. That's J-A-M-I-E at alabach, A-L-L-E-B-A-C-H dot com. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Jamie Allabach on the Peppered Podcast, where we bring seasoned talk for food and beverage marketing and brand professionals. Let's grow your brand together.